0: You're happy in the morning, but now you're feeling blue. Come on and set your arse down and have yourself a brew. You walked here from Cormorny, and now you know it's true. You'll suck the cock of an Irishman before the night <laughs> is through. The hills are alive with the sound of music. What is this, 121? It is October 8th, 2022. Coming at you. Here is Danny, John, and Kelly with very important advice about things like naming for, for yourself. Like if your first name was Lou, don't change your last name to Stool for obvious
1: reasons. What what nationality would Stool be if it's a last name? Is that Irish? Is that uh... no?
2: You know, it's got to be. It's got to be something with like little dots over the S T U L. Yeah. It's, you a, gotta, like, uh, you know. it's Norwegian.
0: Yeah. <laughs> or Icelandic.
2: Yeah, it's the uh, it's the guy that names everything at IKEA.
0: Yeah. Lou Stuhl. Oh yeah.
1: That's a good job, right? Lu Stuhl. Lu Stuhl. Lu oh, my Stuhl. How are you, fellas? I'm all right. How are you? How are
0: you yeah, doing? I mean how after, are the,
2: you? after the after the truck incident of last weekend. Yeah, What's the, what's uh, the, what's the latest?
0: I'm okay. I'm doing better than I was. I still mourn it and I picture it somewhere in some warehouse. Um, but it's nothing I can do. The police actually won't even talk to me, so I'm just like, waiting to make a like the claim. Like they
2: don't like they don't care, or that it is such a ring of vintage car thieves that they don't want to tip. I have people. a feeling
0: it's the latter.
2: Because
0: mm. I, 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 you know, I was told by the cops they they will reach out to you on monday or tuesday and so I said okay and then but sunday the morning after i i called the police department because i had new information when the police were here it was all everything was upside down and yeah i didn't i didn't know my vin number and i didn't know exactly how the car was registered Mm -hmm. so i called sunday saying and i and and i left a message saying listen i have new info i thought thinking they they're out looking desperately for kelly's truck yeah and uh of course they didn't call back so i called monday i asked for the detective department they put me through a detective person answered and they made it very clear we will reach out to you but i have more information no we will reach out to you and by this time yeah i know they're not looking for my truck and so that's where it stands, and I think I'm. I'll just gonna get a check, and I'm gonna deal with the the insurance company on Monday. I, I'm assuming. Huh. What happens is when you tell the insurance company, they they say thank you, and they wait a week before they, in case it shows up, you know.
2: Oh, what? Just a week? I would think they would they would make you swing
1: in the wind for a while. I don't know. What happens if, in, in two and a half months from now? They find it. That's a good question. I guess I owe them.
0: The recovery money that they gave me if they do.
2: Yeah, well, or I guess. Why? I wonder if, if they found it in poor shape, right? So, you know, like Joyride, you know, rolled. I know, yeah. You know, in Joshua Tree on you know the side of the road or something like that. And say it costs 15, you, they give you a check for 25 grand and it costs 15 grand to repair. You know, I wonder if it's like, all right, I'll give you some back or, you know. Or, or they'll say th- they use the money. Know. Yeah. Honestly, I don't you. know. You can't have it anymore. I mean, I guess the kind of stuff happens all the time.
0: I don't think this insurance, con- I think they're go- they're probably going to be pretty nice to me. I mean, it's been decades I have been yeah. a customer yeah. and I've never made a claim that I remember, you know? Well, I mean,
2: certainly
1: it's not your fault, right? No. I really do think, that, I mean, these, these detectives, I, I'm wondering if they are really like, they know their job so well. They just don't want to keep answering these questions and everything. They probably have a, they, they got to have some sort of insight on, you know, what's going on. They may not know where the truck is, but if this is something that's happening, the, you know, they, they've got leads or something like that based on, you know what? I
2: bet you, I bet you it's the type of theft. So it's either, you know, it was just, there's some broken glass at the scene and it's gone. All right. That was some kids joyriding. But when there's a, a, uh, a repo man truck backs up to it and it's gone in 15 seconds. They're like, oh, well, that's a uh,
0: that's
1: L game.
2: 157 L-157. Uh, you'll never see that again. And they just put I'd it in d- the file for forget about it.
0: That's what I think. Yeah. yeah. I think they there are more important things they got to do or whatever. I don't know.
2: Yeah. They got to shoot some uh, people of color. They don't have time for <laughs> I'd this. Like, I'd, I'd like to
0: know, but, but what the hell are they supposed to do? You know, my truck gets stolen in the middle of it. What are they supposed to do? Other than they know. put it in the system and everybody watches
1: for it. And but that's hold on thinking. a second. Okay. Yeah. Let me, you know, and I, somebody who was telling me this was that one of you guys were telling me that, um, yeah, it was, uh, I, I believe it was the missus, your missus, uh, John said something about, you know, the priorities are, was anybody hurt? That's what, you know, killed, whatever. But let me ask you something. If there was a shooting, right. Right. And it happened at three o'clock, somebody got hurt, but didn't get killed. And they gave the description of the vehicle right it's a repo truck towing another truck you don't think they're checking all the cameras all over this town and there's cameras everywhere because you know because you watch the news and they and somebody has a ring camera you know and you mean to tell me that that hasn't they haven't thought of that there's got to be traffic cams
0: well but uh, it's well of course i think if someone was shot
1: well, why can't you do the same thing? What are you yeah. doing? Are you busy that day? You
2: watch. A... You watch too much CSI NCIS, that kind of stuff. No, to, I watch Channel Nine. To think that there's a way, a way to go get all this footage from all these cameras. So every ring camera is kind of. I have the footage. Yeah, no, but I mean, you don't have the footage of when they went to the end of your block and
1: took a right. No, and then but they went know. to the end of the next block and took a left. And no, then here, okay, I got a question though. Seriously though, you mean to tell me? You you can't go tr- check a traffic cam, not a house cam, but a traffic cam, and look on you know on the boulevard. Oh right? yeah. No, and, you're right. Actually, yeah. And what? And let me ask you, what kind of time does that take? You're sitting around. You get the report on the weekend, whatever. You come in Monday morning. Okay, and going, All right,
2: hey, here's the, okay. So let, let's let's play that out. I I I work for our little town. I'm uh-huh. you know kind of an overweight dude with a ponytail sitting in front of a keyboard, and it's like, okay, check the traffic cams at 3:10 a.m. Here they are. They turned left. They went straight. They blew through this red light. Da, 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 da. Then they got on the interstate and I lost, you know, they're out of my town. So I don't see them on the
1: camera anymore. I mean. what Yeah, but you might get a, you might get a license plate off exactly. of that truck. Yeah. You get a license plate or you sit there and go, Oh, they did go on the freeway. Well, there's tons of freeway cameras, right? There's tons of those everywhere. So you don't call CHP and say, Listen, you know, kind of a you know, if you get a chance, we got a stolen vehicle, a vintage truck being towed, blah blah blah. I, I don't understand. I mean, are they really? The, are those detectives that busy in the in the? In yeah, the, I'm telling you, man. No, no, they're, no, not they're the, harassing not the, minorities and
2: stuff. They got they got things to do.
1: Well, it's gosh. also low on the priority. I White think. supremacist rallies to go to. I get it's low, but if if it's a if you're in the theft department, you know, or whatever, you know, larceny or whatever it is. You're not you're, you're not you're not looking at murders. You're looking at stolen property, which happens all the time. You mean to tell me that, no, we're pulling everybody to go look at murders and shootings and all that. But there's nobody for property damage or theft. I, there's got to be a department for that. Right. That's what they do. You would think. Right. And also is if the value of the truck makes this a felony, does it not? OK, so this is a uh, felony. That I don't know. So I I just don't understand. I mean, you know, and maybe they're doing that. See, maybe they're just taking their time and they're calling, you know, different places and say, Hey, listen, at at four o'clock, we had this truck, you know, you know, out in Westlake village. Right. Let's see what we got. You know, I don't know. It just, it just doesn't seem like it should be in this day and age. You can, you can't turn around without some piece of footage somewhere. Right. Well, I got footage of the truck going by, but, you definitely do. no plates yeah right but what i'm saying is there's all these traffic cams and all these other i know what surveillance game yeah i don't know i see it every night on the news hit and run somebody hits a bicyclist boom there's a camera from the traffic Yeah, but there's
0: a there's a personal injury or death
1: involved That's i understand that and that may that but why can't by. they
0: do it if they got nothing else to do right
1: exactly is that there's yeah. that much is there really that much going on i don't know so that's my rant i'm done I I think that I think that'll be a good a good follow up when you when you
2: talk to the detectives again say look I realize that you're really busy but and this is not a could you have scrubbed every red light camera and found it if you gave a shit and just and then just record the answer to that and we'll share it back on the on the air
1: yeah just say hey is there traffic cams that you guys have checked to see where it would go i would love yeah. to know that answer
2: oh well i'm i'm reading a thing here and it says most traffic cameras are put up by cities to monitor only the flow of traffic they don't read license plates the exceptions are red light cameras and cameras that monitor those who don't
1: pay tolls i see okay so the license plate oh we lost you, okay. Who'd you lose? let's move on to another
0: subject what do you oh. say oh he was all right on, he was on mute yeah all right fine <coughs> you got her um um what but, we- uh, and what else? What else? <laughs> uh.
1: All right. So I have a thing. Oh, is this about the whole world getting split apart? The you know, because you kind of left me on a bad taste last night with that. I mean, about that, <laughs> you know, like two thousand twelve. You know, you know, whoever came up with the thing, I mean, trying we to could, find that we particle. could get
2: we could get in that. I mean, I that's that's my other a secret podcast that nobody knows about, where I talk about all the conspiracy theories of you know time oh. space continuum and and that kind of stuff. But no, oh, I was going to I was going to find this thing and read you a, a, a you know how you get those um. You get those emails from older people. You know, I just got forwarded this political or you know whatever. You know, here's here's yeah. here's what people don't know about Joe Biden or Donald Trump was really the best president ever, and here's why. And it's just some kind of fucking insane <laughs> thing, right? I don't get those, so I don't
1: know. I don't know. You don't I get those. those. I get. I don't I get, get
2: the, nothing but I, those from my from my loved ones. Oh. Okay. Oh, well, no. and then you know what? Today you're in luck. I'm gonna share. <laughs> just don't forward it.
1: <laughs> exactly.
2: Okay. So this one, this one is called. <clears throat> this is by a guy named Mike Stone, and it's from October sixth. Um, this a friend of yours? No, I don't know. Who okay. this. I just a loved one of mine sent this to me, and it says, uh, "Mike Stone: Whites are programmed to accept displacement." So this is a rant about how white people are being replaced by minorities. And since the two of you are in the acting community, I thought this would be this would be kind of an an interesting topic. So I'm not I'm certainly not going to read the whole thing, but um I'll just read I'll just read a couple of paragraphs. One of them is so they're talking about this article seems to be about channeling, right? And so uh, you've heard of psychics and mediums channeling you know spirits from the beyond and yeah dead people and stuff like that so yeah they're trying to equate that channeling with changing the channel on your tv so the fact that they call the you know the illuminati <laughs> call this a channel <laughs> means that yeah. you are being brainwashed the use of the word channel as it applies to television is not a coincidence you are literally channeling unseen energy and influence into your life. The bottom line is, white men are being programmed to accept their replacement, to accept it, to see it as inevitable, and to acquiesce in their new position at the bottom of the totem pole. Sadly enough, it's working. So that's you know that's kind of the lead right to get to get a you know a white supremacist trumper to really get in. Why there. is it? Why is it only men? Why not white women? You know. 'Cause I mean, come on, Danny, who who really counts? It's the white men. It's you know, we're we're the most persecuted
1: group on earth and you know. Well, whatever. I can't I can tell you right now, I've tried channeling my uh, wife to do things and I get I get I get my ass kicked on that one. So yeah, I mm-hmm. think that's probably why that's not working. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's pick somebody that's a little easier to kick the shit out of other than the women, right? <laughs> yeah, right? So here's here's the here's the acting part that I that
2: I'm oh okay I want to get to. Almost I every know. leading role or strong supporting role is portrayed by a non white person. Now I don't I don't know where this guy is coming from and what, you know, is he just watching B E T or that kind of stuff, but you know, okay, there you go. <laughs> I don't I realized. Uh, I Colorado. was talking to, I was talking to yeah, I was talking to my brother <laughs> about this and he said, you know what, you don't watch T V and I'm like, well that's that's true. I don't I'm you know, I don't watch C B S, NBC, ABC. I don't know what, what's on. Um, almost every white female you see in a commercial television show or movie is paired with a non-white partner. When you do see a white male, he is either a villain with a German or Russian accent, a redneck with a drooling Southern accent, or I I love this one, a skinhead with swastika tattoos portrayed in the most unflattering way. This is is what I commented back to the poster. I'm like... (laughs) okay i've got a skinhead with swastika tattoos how do you portray them in a flattering way like oh the shading on your swastika really gives it depth uh, you know across your buttocks or whatever but he's a wonderful kindergarten teacher right Mm, yeah or a complete doofus upstaged and outsmarted by every female and non-white character around him uh, that these portrayals have no basis in reality is irrelevant. What counts is how they're used to program the minds of literally millions of viewers. So let me ask you guys, a bunch you watch, shit. you watch TV, you work in the entertainment business. Do you think that there are, you know, a, a lack of white male actors are women being paired with, uh, different ethnicities to to promote that are are commercials being made with uh, you know trying to reduce men's roles. I mean, do you do you see that happening in the world?
1: No, Mm-mm. I actually think this fella needs to change the channel that he's watching. Right? Maybe he's watching the wrong television. You know, or he's looking for those those examples. <laughs> yeah,
2: you know. um, he, said, he says here if if uh, Dirty Harry. Was being remade today, he would be he would be played by Samuel L. Jackson, and the three guys robbing the bank would be white skinheads. Perhaps the movie would be retitled "Dirty Tyrone," you know. And I was thinking, shit, I would go watch that. (laughs) Samuel L. Jackson is a badass. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you give him give him one of those long barreled forty fours. I mean, that's that's a. I'm sure he's done a a a studio could get behind that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm sure, but I would also say like I would like to say that um, can we just look at Mr. Jackson's career, and how many times has he played the villain? How many times has he been, you know, the gangbanger, right? Or you know, the bad guy, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, so your 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 argument doesn't hold up. I mean, you're you're not you're not you're not gonna tell me that that. Everybody, every race has been portrayed, given the times, right? <laughs> that that has been by you know why why were the Indians bad, right? Come on, let's be honest, you know now the Indians are good, right? You know, T- Dances with Wolves comes out and the Indians were great people, right? Well, yeah, uh, you know that's that's just mm-hmm. what society is showing at the time, you know. Yeah. Right now, it looks like there are a lot of bad, bad white guys. <laughs> right? Well, this this guy Mike Stone is
2: reading the the bottom here. He is the author of. The name of this book is Reversing the Side Effects of the COVID-19 Vaccine, How to Heal Yourself from Adverse Reactions to the Trump Vaccine and Protect Yourself from Shedding, available here. And another one is COVID-19 and the Mark of the Beast, What Every Christian Needs to Know About the Trump Vaccine, here. And COVID-19 and Kids, A Parent's Guide to the COVID-19 Pandemic. He's also the author of BASED, a young adult novel about race, dating and growing up in America and a new America, the first novel of the alt right, a dark com- comedy set on election day 2016 in Los Angeles, available on Amazon. This guy has been busy with his oddly hmm. my contentious things. So yeah, that's just that's just an example of What did um, he do before he started
1: writing this stuff? That's what I want to know. Who is it? I don't care mike stone i wonder what he did you know i think it all at it all it's all for money it's like that guy alec jones it's all it's all just to generate the revenue. my pillow guy all that stuff. no no yeah. no yeah yeah this guy they just they just do it to get money sure i mean well that's i mean that's
2: the whole thing about any of the you know kind of gloom and doom broadcasters you know they're just like what what's going on today and how can i make it be sensational right i mean it's just like am talk yeah. radio hosts yeah. at night and that kind of stuff it's you know it's just they have if tv or you got laura ingram you know she's got blonde hair and she's on fox news and people are like oh she's so smart
1: let you me know, ask you this she, though then what TV? What about the what on the left do you think that there's not some sort of bias on that as well do you think that Sure, anderson, anderson cooper is a little bit, you know. um... Well, there's,
2: I mean, I think bias bias is absolutely out there. And I think that political parties are in business to get elected. And I think that if we just sit around and listen to somebody talking and don't do some kind of investigation ourselves, we're, you know, we're going to get brainwashed by whatever. I mean, I have, you know, I have neighbors across the street that listen to, um, conspiracy podcasts as they walk around. You know, my, my other neighbor was like, they're just blaring these crazy, you know, pro-Trump yeah. conspiracy things. And they're, yeah, yeah. you know, and they they totally believe it. And, you know, the left vilifies everything the right does and, you know, vice versa. And, and what happens is we get $8 gasoline and, you know, maybe right. a nuclear disaster in Russia, who knows.
1: It's funny because some people have said, you know, where were the old days when Walter Cronkite just reported the news, you know? And so I went back on YouTube. I was, had nothing going on one day. So I went and just got, and looked at old clips from Cronkite on, you know, uh, uh, the internet and whatever. Yeah. He reported the news, but the choice of stories, right. And the access, for example, if he's reporting, if you all, I don't know if you all remember this, but, Every when he would get on his broadcast during the Vietnam War, he led with what the body count, right? How many mm-hmm. soldiers, you know, today in Saigon, but uh, you know, 42 servicemen were, you know. And so you look at that and say, Well, is that you know, is that biased? Why did he lead with that as opposed to you know saying, Hey, listen, um, you know, we're making advances against the Viet Cong or you know, what, whatever, you know, he, he led with what obviously you could, you could sit there and turn that around and say, Oh, he well, he's, he's anti-war by bringing up all this death. Or you could say he's, you know, you could turn around and say, Oh no, he's, he's, you know, saying our, you know, brave boys went and died for the right cause. You know, see, we're doing the right thing. So you can, you can interpret anything you want. Right. I mean, and also too, I'm looking at some of these clips his access to you know whatever his you know a correspondence or who they they would interview who they had access to whether it was you know what's his name uh, you know General McNamara or whatever you know or they would talk to some senator and going you know we we do we do see a quite a, a, a very very quick end of the war blah 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 you know but that's you know why is that you know not being Talked about as being biased in some way, or then they're, you know, turn around and they're out and in- interviewing all these hippies, you know, you know, at hate Ashbury or Berkeley or who's studying, th- and they're going, Listen, man, it's the band's war, blah, 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 you know. So, yeah, they gave both sides, but you could still say that's editorializing in some way, shape, or form. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. And also, by the way, you know, I think when Cronkite was reporting, I do not know if the news divisions of those networks at a time were in the profit-making business right they were they were kind of like you know i think they were not i think they were a service provided by the network but their but their ratings yeah. still existed you know they. Yeah, have, i, I have, think
2: yeah. yeah and there were only three channels and that's the mm-hmm. only thing that was on at you know six o'clock or whatever and they and they competed on the quality of their reporting not you know oh, we're content gonna, yeah we're
0: well, gonna they competed beat. on the speed too whoever breaks the story is yeah, right.
2: And, and the, you know the the rise of the twenty four hour news channel. Shit, you gotta you gotta come up with some stuff to make people want to watch the yeah. know, nine o'clock,
1: yeah, CNN. Yeah. I mean, no shit.
2: I got other. I got happy days to watch. I don't have time for that.
1: Yeah, I, I I'm not sure. I mean, I think it's and I, I don't think it's journalism, and I don't think it's media per se. I actually think it's the <clears throat> excuse me the internet and the access because that has become so powerful and yeah easily manipulated that's what it is so it's it you know now you can't even you know what do you believe i mean really what do you believe because you can see the same story right and it's just interpreted by by whatever your 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 objective is
2: yeah well i mean like the their uh, the governor race in texas is a big deal and the Greg Abbott, the governor said the other day, cause I, I, I look at Twitter once in a while, and it's just a mean spirited platform, but he's like, you know, Texas has the number one economy in, in America and blah, blah, blah. And everybody was like, no, it, it doesn't. You're actually number five. And you know, you have, you have more residents than New York city does, but your revenue is below New York city and you kind of suck. And you know, all that kind of stuff. And it's like, if you're on the internet and you just say it, a certain it amount of people are going to believe it because you said it. You know, Trump says something or, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah, they'll just, you say it a lot, they're more likely to believe it. Well, he keep saying it. Yeah, you just double down. Every time, you just keep double down. I, you know, speaking of that, um, like what's-her-face, uh, the Supreme Court Justice uh, wife, Jenny Thomas, mm-hmm. who, I mean— Testifies. I mean, I I I still can't get over this. Testifies in front of the committee that, yep, election was stolen. And and it's just like, are you? You have no proof. You're just saying that. I mean, it's been refuted by so many people across. But yet, you're not gonna just say no. You know, I, I believe. I I, at the time, I believed it was being you know lost or it was you know it was rigged or whatever. Mm -hmm. There is no but. So I just I'll just keep I'll just keep you know spouting the the negative or I mean the uh, untruth, and I just I I don't understand. I mean, how is this not like, lady? You know, you're not answering honestly here. You're telling us you're feeling right, right? So you believe it, but you offer no proof, right? Well, that's I mean, isn't that her legal thing? Like she's she's
2: not saying that she participated in the insurrection or that she you know, whatever she's just saying that as an individual, I believe the election was stolen and uh, I, I didn't do anything illegal and I still believe it. And maybe I'm a little crazy, you know, those kind of things. She's, I mean, you know, her husband is probably giving her some advice to not go to prison unless he doesn't like her. Then he's giving her the wrong advice <laughs> and she goes to prison. But um, that would be great.
1: Yeah, You know, who advised you? My husband, well, you're doing five years. Uh, huh. Okay, and he's like clapping and going yeah. over to talk to uh
2: what's her name with a Yeah, what's was that woman that uh the sued new him? uh Clarence Thomas's uh Anita uh, Hill. Anita Hill, yeah,
1: he going to sit next to her. Or maybe he's going after his new uh uh you know, his new um uh, intern? No, no, the new Supreme Court nominee. What's her name? Ketanji uh, Brown Jackson? Yeah. yeah. Maybe he's gonna, uh, she's not maybe no, he's she better. you know, what? he didn't have a
2: chance. She's not putting up with that shit. She knows when she took Isn't the she job. Isn't to a white man
1: too? That's another thing. See, there you go, right being there. Re-
2: being replaced. Ah, jeez. No, you that's know. white women being replaced. No, yeah, that's not. Right. But um, <laughs> yep. Yeah, I you know, and the whole thing is like our our kids out there in the world looking at all this stuff, and it's um, you know, shit. Is it going to get any better? Is one you know you're going to vote to fix the Supreme Court? Are you going to vote to get? a decent presidential candidate. I mean, the best thing you can do is, you know, maybe vote for some local politicians or, you know, knock on some doors to get Greg Abbott not elected in Texas. But, I mean, shit, you know, we're not going to influence anybody to say, you know what, Joe Biden is 150 years old and Donald Trump's 140 years old. And how about somebody else? (laughs) You got got anybody in the back there that you could that's young and healthy and went to school and doesn't hate people and, you know, could could see things like, huh, I don't want to give secrets to the Saudis because they might not be yeah. good guys. And, yeah. you know, that guy in North Korea, you know, we should we should do a little something to make him shut up. Quit yeah. firing rockets over Japan. You know, he's getting lonely. He's not getting the attention he wants. You know, so that's why he does that shit. But, you know, maybe a... Uh, You know, maybe a heart attack wouldn't be so bad for him. You know, they can make that shit happen. (laughs) I was reading about, in 1975, the CIA unveiled this gun. It was a battery-powered pistol that was called the heart attack gun. And it supposedly, I can't imagine this ever worked, shot (laughs) a little frozen dart with shellfish toxin in It it. You know, those little, those those snail garter <laughs> shells or whatever? So it would make a little tiny hole in you, just a little red dot, and then the, the ice would melt, and the poison
1: would go in, and you'd have a heart attack, and no one could ever find out about it. And you accuse me of watching too much CSI you're watching too much James Bond and Q uh, going. <laughs> yeah, okay. A gun that shoots shellfish juice that kills Yeah, it, I mean but, they, uh, that's what I'm okay. that's what
2: I'm saying. If in 75 they invented a gun that shoots shellfish juice, just think of what they're shooting now. All somebody's got to do is just aim the right, you know, space laser somewhere and whoever the hell you want is dead of totally natural causes, right?
1: Ah. Uh, Okay, yeah, I guess. It sounds
0: like, like, that. that's a lot of conspiracy, John. <laughs> <So> that's what <laughs> yeah. I said, so that's my other secret <laughs> podcast where I, just, where I just
2: talk about these kind of things. That oh, and, uh, you know, the, the rapture
1: and, you know, what I okay. yeah, you know, yeah. all kinds of stuff, you know. I should, I, I, I should do a back, podcast like that. Going back to the elections, so, John, we were talking about this last night with everybody about, we have a local school board election coming up and there's this forum, right? Or this meeting? Yeah, or, you go, you go somewhere in the middle school, and you hear people talk. We should go to this, right? And watch, right? Maybe take a, little, you know, the little cell phones with us, you know, film a little bit or whatever, and and come back and report because that's like you're saying. If you want to go to and do some changing, right? On a local level, or just any level, you, you know this is obviously easier for us, and we can go. and I would love to see if we if they take questions, and and we would ask questions. Going, hey, what if you found out somebody running the school is having an affair with another person in the school? What would you What would you think about
2: that? Well, I mean, it's like it's like <laughs> and then the see last. What well, but they would say because of our town, they would say, well, you know, are you making a commentary on our last president? I mean, he. He was the greatest president of all time, and you know there were he had affairs. We're not hiring people to run our city and our community services based on their, you know, their
1: sexual private
2: moral choices. We want you know this kind of thing. So they would they would turn around and you would be some kind of like a Bible thumping crazy for asking that question. Oh well, I would say Jesus wants to know. If you led with that, it would be great. <laughs> Jesus spoke to me in the in the parking lot of this yeah. uh, middle school and said to ask this question: <laughs> Why is so and so allowed to have an affair with her? And you, you stand up and point, and then they say, Why? Uh, why do you have these allegations? Well, because this woman right next to me works there. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that'll go over real well. I actually do think we should You'd go. You'd be sleeping on the couch. I think we all should go. I think we should go to these and just see democracy in progress.
2: Yeah, I mean you what you're absolutely right. We should all, everybody, everybody that listens to this podcast should go <laughs> to your local whatever and participate in it. Just buckle them or carry a sign or, you know, nod vigorously or whatever. Just, you know, anything. That's yeah, that's, yeah. that's what it's all about. It's what you gotta do. If not, and you get some kind of crazy as your city councilman or school board member or whatever, it's your own damn fault. I mean, don't, these yeah, these, us. these people spend like a thousand bucks on signs, plan them all over the place, and they get elected for some job, and we don't know what the hell those things are. You know, no, county, no. Yeah. You know city clerk or you know, school board member, and what does yeah. it really do? I mean, I know some of those guys that got Hired and they're, you know, they're all right. But I mean, are you able to make changes? Can you, can one person really influence anything? I don't know. I don't know. I'd, I'd like to have a chance to do it, but I would want these, you know, televised board meetings to last like 15 minutes, right? I don't have, <laughs> I don't have the intestinal fortitude to sit through a six hour meeting while people, <laughs> you know, just people are getting up and running their mouth about, oh, the traffic going to the new Cane's restaurant on the corner of whatever, whatever. It's like, damn, baby, do you think I care about that? I don't live anywhere near that. It's your damn, you, you have a house there. Well, you know, figure out how to make money. Offer some parking in your uh, front yard for a couple of bucks during
1: the lunch hour rush. You know, That's, just, that's a smart
2: money yeah. right there. Don't come or bitching move. to us. Yeah
1: yeah when you moved to the house you knew it was on the street or, or you were around the corner from a you know commercial property right so yeah. you, you you made that choice right mm-hmm. or you could do the thing well wait a minute jesus is talking to me now and he says <laughs> shut your mouth next talk next talker <laughs> yeah and by the way if you say all well, the traffic getting to and from places i'm going hey try google maps right there's other routes you know yeah you got a bike yeah yeah just <laughs> ride you your bike
2: to the 7-eleven around the
1: corner yeah it'd be good for the environment and you look like you could use the exercise yeah, that, i mean that's the thing That'll i went get
2: to you. i went to this restaurant uh just down the road there's a little there's a little pizza place kind yeah of b- behind one of the mexican restaurants we used to go to i can't get too specific but we never go there it used to be um used to be that that criminal steak place you remember the yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's like, and no one ever went there, and you're like, this is totally a front for, you know, it's one of the thousand businesses in town that are yeah, totally yeah. a front for some kind of legal activity. Well, now it's a Italian restaurant kind of pizza place, and, you know, we're like, oh, let's just go for a walk. Get some It's tasty. Yeah. It's, is it good? Okay. Yeah. It was okay. The food was okay. But when I walked into that place, average weight, 600 pounds of the. <laughs> Of the locals that were eating there and i'm like shit if we eat here are we going to get be this fat i mean is this is this what life is has come to you know that we're we're gonna have to push our chairs so far away from the table that our little tiny arms can't reach the you know i mean that's the that's it when your gut is so big that your arms can't get to your plate yeah you know and you got to wear kind of a bib so that the immensity of your (laughs) <laughs> you know thorax i don't know what part of that body is yeah just covered with spaghetti sauce too many carbs was, man yeah it was it was nothing but carbs it was they were tasty carbs we had like mm-hmm. a, some chicken yeah. that kind of thing and yeah. a salad but one thing i noticed was the there's one lady there she's probably 425 maybe 500 pounds oh. and i think she probably wore about a size five and a half or six shoe Cause that's the thing. As you get really, really big, your feet don't—they don't extend to support it. So more and more, <laughs> you're like a you're like a pirate with two peg legs, right? Because your your little bitty feet. I mean, you know, the nine <laughs> inches of foot compared to the seventy-five inches of
1: waist. I you're mean, spend a lot just, of time on this, John.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, I'm just. And I'm, she didn't leave. Like she was, she sat there the whole time. I came in, she was sitting, I left, yeah. she was still there. So I didn't get to see her walk. But that hit me. Like you, you think about, you know, you watch My 600 Pound Life or the 1000 Pound Sisters or whatever that stuff is. And, you know, they complain that their the cartilage in their knees are gone. So it's just bone on bone. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I get that. Shit, you, you know, that's going to happen. Your, you know, your body's going to wear out. But I'd never really considered the, Size of your feet and balancing, and you know all that kind of stuff. And you just you know, like if she you know, fell, she didn't have enough. Shouldn't have enough juice to get back up. I mean, you'd be like
1: a turtle there out be on the hard sidewalk. Think, yeah. yeah, you know that. It just when you talk about that, and you know, I've seen them too, and all that. stuff so, and <laughs> I've it seen them seems because we like, live in the same town, and exactly, they're everywhere. Exactly. Well, you know, and it just as amazes me because you know all the times we get together, you know, what do we always talk about? We all talk about our health issues. Mm-hmm. Right. So when I see somebody like that and then I'm, and I'm sitting there going, damn, my hip hurts, my ankle hurts. And I'm not 400 pounds, the human body, right. To abuse your body and maintain that weight and continue to shovel in that shit that you call food, right. can, to, to feed that. And you're not dead. That's a that's a pretty amazing testimony to the human body's resilience, not to die, to find a way to to, to you know fight on.
2: Yeah, I think it's really I think it's
1: really hard to kill people.
2: It's I haven't really, actually I haven't actually tried it, but I mean you know one stab mean, or a single bullet that doesn't go through an organ or you know just trying to choke somebody around the neck. I think it's a
1: lot harder than well, people. People. Well, you took that to a different place. I was just talking about Help. overeating. <laughs> you know, I'm not trying to kill anybody. I'm, just I'm sorry. To... That was, I'm back in the conspiracy <laughs> podcast thing. I'm talking about the fact that you eat cheeseburgers five times a day and you're 400 pounds and you're not dead. And you've done this for 25 years. And I then mean, you're, you're does...
2: surprised when something bad is diagnosed. What do you mean I have, Phil in, the, <laughs> Phil in the brain? Well, Diabetes, sir, you weighed
1: 480. Something was going to happen. Yeah. But, but I, but then, like I said, I, I get a pain or a twinge or something and you know, Kelly, you're, you're with me on this. I know as well. I'm, I'm, I'm going right straight to diabetes. I'm right straight, you know, stroke. I'm going to, I've got, you know, every arteries clogged. Right. And meanwhile, miss 425 pounds with the five, you know, size five feet. They're just tootling on. Like there's nothing wrong. They're going on. And and I'm like, "How how is that fair? But How dude, that that's
0: place? that's for now because if you think about it, I, I I never see obese old people. So the obese die younger for sure. There, there oh, are not like you know, old the people old people in going to
1: a nursing home. There nobody's obese. They're they're just but old. were they? Prior to going in there, because then they go into the nursing home, and because that's where they go to die, right? Because they were okay.
0: Well, okay, not necessarily nursing homes. Then just walking around the streets here in the mall, I'll see the people that you see that are ninety. They're skinny, man. They ain't they ain't fat. Fat people don't get that old. Hmm. Think about it. That's a good thing.
1: I never see that. What is the average age of the largest person? We should figure that out. What is, According you... to a study from the Lancet <laughs> Diabetes and Endocrinology
2: magazine, the life expectancy is shortened by 4.3 years for obese men and 3.5 years for obese women. However, life expectancy was also shorted for, shortened for underweight men and women.
0: Hmm. Oh, what does that mean? Well, that surprises me because four years, you'd think being obese could knock like, Thirty years off your life.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. that's what I'm. I'm saying that that, you know. Yeah, you. We know you're not going to live to be ninety if you're four hundred pounds. But you're even if you're our age, if you're fifty, 50, 60 years old, and you're that large. How does that? Like I said. Okay. I, so I,
2: it says the average age of death uh, is around seventy-five to eighty for an obese woman, and around seventy to seventy-five for an obese man. For an obese woman who smokes. The average age of death is 70 to 75, and an obese man who smokes is 65 to 70.
0: Damn.
2: Yeah. A person with a BMI that's greater than or equal to 40 could have their life expectancy reduced by as much as 20 years for men and five years for women.
0: Do you know what BMI numbers mean when you hear the number? Do you know? The higher, the worse?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's your body mass index. So... I think forty is really a lot. I mean, you're probably you're probably eleven. Yeah, you're supposed to be like eighteen, maybe something like that. Yeah. Don't don't quote me on that because I'm not a doctor. Don't please, listeners. Don't uh, don't try to achieve anything that I say. Don't do anything that I ever say. That's my
1: that's my <laughs> advice. But I'm going to tell you this is what you should do. But don't listen to me, right? I'm just going to put it out there so you don't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I um. It actually pains me more now when I see, you know, obese people, it, it, you know, cause I sit there and I'm like, geez, I mean, how, how does, how, how do you not hurt? How does it not hurt? What makes you think they don't hurt? Well, I mean, they don't, you know, they're, they're ordering another pizza. They're ordering, you know, I mean, if it, you know, if I'm hurting, I don't want to eat or I don't, you know, I don't want to do what I'm doing. Yeah. 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 It just seems like they continue the lifestyle they live, you know. Yeah, yeah. And something I I learned too. I like to watch what is
0: that show? My thousand pound life, my six hundred pound life, and they always go to this doctor to try and they want to get bariatric surgery. And it, it, the success rate, I believe, is five percent. Yeah, really? sure. So you go and you get that surgery. You think, ah, yeah, but. Five percent. I mean
2: I knew I knew people that got that surgery and so you go from being a large person that eats a lot to being a large person that can have one cup of food, you know, at a time. Yeah. And mm, that's that, a hard adjustment, I bet. Well and what they do is they they push that limit. So, you know, like instead of having two breakfast burritos, they have a quarter of one breakfast burrito and they want more so they eat another one and they eat and you know they keep going until they throw it up and then and then they eat some more and so what happens to a lot of them i think is that they keep eating until they pop the staples loose or they they've oh. they've got other conditions okay you know, i knew a woman that had the um you know this is years ago but she had I probably talked about this before but she had the the band surgery or something where they you know they put the yeah. gastric band around mm. your, your stomach and all of her teeth became loose i think because her diet was just shit right and so she wasn't getting enough nutrients and whatever and so you know one of the things with her you know her teeth started to become loose and if she had wow you know, gotten some medical help or something, it would have been fine. But she called one eight hundred dentalville and they fitted her with they pulled extracted all of her teeth and gave her dentures. And, you know, nobody said, Oh, hey, baby, if you uh, you know, mm. took some multivitamins and maybe had vegetables instead of really, you know, ice cream sandwiches for your meal, yeah. you would yeah, really have yeah. lost all your teeth. But um yeah, I mean I think I think it's uh you know, yeah, Kelly on the shows where it's like, you know, okay. If you want this surgery, you need to lose a hundred pounds in the next six months. And then the rest of the show is them crying and complaining how they've worked so hard and nobody understands. And he should, even though I've only lost four pounds, he should still give me this (laughs) surgery. It's true. I know. I know that show. Yeah. I have done a great job. Look at me. I got out of the chair today. I got out of the chair and stepped across the threshold to the porch. And I'm sitting in another chair outside. Oh, honey, yeah. you are making such strides. Don't let that doctor get you down. You will beat this. Thank you, mama. Can I have that pizza and orange drink again? You know, and then they just right
1: yeah. back at it. I don't understand this. I just, Okay. When you went from 150 to 400 pounds, you didn't do it. It snuck much up much. on you, man. You didn't know it yes but you didn't do it in six months you did what happened is you just kept doing it so what makes you think that you're going to turn around and lose a hundred pounds in six months okay it's just not going to happen right i mean it you might even with moderate exercise you know a change in diet but it's just time you know the problem is is that you know you're looking for a quick fix it's just not going to happen you know my doctor always says you need to lose weight you know if you could lose a pound a month you would be in great shape. Yeah, but then then after like 50 months, you'll be in trouble. Yeah, but no, we get to a point where, you know, in six months when I go back to see him, I'm down six pounds, you know, and this has actually happened to me. I've I've lost weight and my numbers come back. He goes, look, your numbers, you were at this weight, right? You lost your seven pounds or whatever. Look at your numbers now, right? They're not, you know, they're not perfect, but they're better. So you've already proven to yourself that your numbers will get better. When you lose weight, okay, but don't think you know. He goes, if you think you're going to lose five pounds and ten pounds in a month, he goes, I don't say. He goes, you can try. He goes, but is it something one you're going to be able to maintain? But also, is it healthy? What are you doing? You know, yeah. I mean, there's a there's a point where
2: you, you know, like you've got to look at your your health like a mental health issue, right? If you're too like you know, I used to work in a mental hospital for a year, right, and there were young women that saw themselves as immense but the rest of us saw them as skeletons and you know they prided themselves on you know what that number was they were at and how they could get smaller and smaller until you know they've got fine hair growing over all their body to try to stay warm and their you know their knees are bulging because the rest of their legs are little you know Mm. tiny little sticks i mean and then they're sitting next to the girl that's working. You know, she's fifteen, working on trying to be four hundred pounds, and you know, complaining about the food that the hospital's giving them. I mean, it's a it's a mental health issue, I think. Yeah. Regardless of whether you go up or down, like you're too skinny. That you know, like this thing said, you reduce your um, reduce your life.
1: Wow. Hmm. Got to stay warm. That's right. You need a certain amount of fat. And I like all my fat. I'm going to keep all my fat for now. Yeah.
2: I like to, I like to eat <laughs> things that aren't necessarily good for me. I, it's a, it's a struggle for me not to have uh, I like, I like to have one cold beer every day. And mm. I don't think that's excessive until I go to the doctor and he's like, how many alcoholic beverages do you have in a week? And I'm like, uh, I don't want to write that number down. Right. You know, cause I've So you probably, can't have a beer a day. That's what, that bothers me.
0: I think that's bullshit.
2: I don't. Th- I don't think you should. I mean, I think you you shouldn't have a beer every. You probably shouldn't have anything every day, right? You don't want to get you know addicted to it or whatever. But you know, I make I make cocktails every once yeah. in a while. You know, with different ingredients and stuff. And you know,
1: so let me ask you. So it,
2: I probably shouldn't be having alcohol ever. I mean, it's not good for you.
1: Yeah, but again, if I don't eat candies and cookies and all that stuff, other things that are bad sugars whatever so i i indulge in a beer yeah well i mean that but that's saying i can have a little bad but
2: i mean there's a yeah. school of thought that's like should you have any bad should you ever ride a a, a, with no and helmet? then
0: there's a school of thought that one glass of wine is not bad at all yeah, yeah. there's that theory i think maybe if you're a diabetic you shouldn't because that's a big sugar drop but yeah huh who knows I
2: don't know. Don't come to us for medical advice. Shit.
0: No, don't. And if we say any, don't
1: follow it. Right. Yeah. Really. This is. This is. But we're not 425 pounds. So that's true. We might
2: maybe all combined we are, but um, you know, like Alex Jones, this is purely for entertainment, and uh, you know, (laughs) yeah, you you poor listeners that have yet to write in and ask questions and things like that. Yeah. We need that in order to do a little research and give you the right answer so right now just to uh just to recap cops are lazy uh americans are fat <laughs> politics is corrupt and really the only thing you can trust is what you
1: hear on cocktail hour <laughs> and go and go to your local go to your local uh, events so you can learn and be an uh, educated voter and also throw up the- some shit yeah yeah. And you know, you that, also, that would
2: be that would be a way to get elected is you just go and say everything you people are doing is wrong. I'm the only one with the right answer. And then you like go to a few meetings and keep saying that. And then people will believe it. And then when you put your your sign out there, you have your catchphrase, I'm the only one with the right answer. They'll be like, Oh, that's that guy. Let's vote for
0: him. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Cal? I don't remember. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh yes. Um, the other thing you can count on, oh, I forget what it was. Like <laughs> one glass of Cabernet a day. Count on it. It's like that, I was going to say.
1: Oh, yeah. All right, fellas. All right, guys. Have a okay. fabulous
0: week. Yeah, you this, too. Thank yeah. you, listeners. See you, everybody. Bye-bye. You're happy in the morning, but now you're feeling blue. Come on and set your arse down and have yourself a brew. You walked here from Cormorny, and now you know it's true. You'll suck the cock of an Irishman before the night is through. <laughs>